Hey man, when I drop this beat right here, I need everybody to get up. Hello, welcome to the Minds Unlimited Podcast, where we focus on empowering others by changing perspectives. We are your hosts, Jay Duncan. And Jess Z. And for today's episode, we'll be covering the topic of setting goals versus steps to achieving a goal. Period. All right, let's get right into this. Setting goals versus the steps to achieving goals. Let's get right into it then. First, let's talk a little bit. What are the differences between the two? What's the difference of setting a goal versus starting to achieve it? What does that even mean in 2020? With everybody making posts about new me, new everything, uh, people like us starting podcasts and becoming influencers and things of that nature. What's the difference between a person that just sets goals and puts themselves out there and a person that actually starts to achieve those goals? What do you think? I mean... You know, people set goals with all the right intentions, usually, you know, Mm -hmm. they set a goal of being a better person with the intent of being a better person. Most people don't aimlessly set goals. However, I think it's irresponsible as a person to, you're not doing yourself a justice by setting a goal without setting out to have steps to achieve said goal. Mm, got you yeah yeah. so what i hear you say is it's dangerous for a lot of people to take these new year's resolutions and just announce they have a goal right everyone wants to uh evolve and be greater which is a good thing however there is a process to becoming great yeah yeah. um so let's let's dive even deeper into that so in general a lot of goals that are set around this time deal with weight, deal with finances, some deal with education, um, We but we find a lot of them dealing with weight or health and a lot of them dealing with finances or um, showing a better them, a.k.a. flossing or flexing on whatever bad situation they came from last year, right? Common uh, goals are new me, I'm going to, you know, New hairstyles pop off in January. New outfits pop off in January. Um, you see all these gym memberships programs go up. Prices go up too. And you see all these people that, you know, are snapping on all the social medias about the healthy lunch that they happen to be eating. Taking pictures in front of their plates. Yeah. And then talking about all oh, this year, debt-free year, right? Though they just used all their credit cards up for Christmas, right? All right. So I guess a difference for a person that would be just setting said goals of saying, oh, I'm going to be financially free in 2020 versus a person that is setting out to start achieving those. One of them sounds like they know the difference between the beginning and end. Does that make sense or do you agree to that? You go ahead and elaborate then. I'll elaborate. Okay, then. So, for example... If I say that in 2020, I want to be debt free. If I just say I want to be debt free, 
and I don't observe where I currently am versus where I want to go, then I've just I've just willy nilly set a goal, right? I said something, I put it out into the universe, but I didn't put the process behind it to make sure that it happens. It sounds good. It does sound good. Um, but we know for a fact that everything has a process. Nothing is just instant, even though, you know, with Instagram society, we see things very instant. We see overnight success stories, though we only get a quick spark note of the person's life, right? So for a person that's trying to be financially free in 2020, they might need to know their current financial condition, right? Like, what is your financial health right now? And if your credit cards are all maxed out or your bank accounts um, show that your bills and all the other stuff, you, you may be struggling to pay those, but your savings account is non-existent at all. Then to fully be like, oh, I'm going to be debt free in 2020. It's like taking a chance, like a lottery, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. by some miracle, God's going to step in and alleviate all my debt. But we didn't address how you got into debt. We didn't address how you can maintain a certain living or lifestyle and then start to dig your way out of the said debt or what it looks like when you're out of it, right? Um, yeah, people can have big plans to, you know, be debt free all 2020, but then also have big plans of traveling the world and doing all these things and getting themselves a new car and treating themselves based on the same budget that they were dealing with last year. Yeah. So it's kind of like perpetuating the cycle and people... Sometimes when you don't think of the whole process and the steps to achieving your goal, sometimes some things can interfere with each other. Mm -hmm. If you say, oh, I want to be, and this is, you know, me coming from knowing a lot of college people recently graduating from college, you know, it's, I want to be on my grind. I want to be, you know, about my bag, but you're also in school. Sometimes those don't add up. You can't Mm -hmm. be working 12 hour shifts and then also saying that you're about your your schoolwork but then skipping class to pick up a shift like sometimes they just don't align like that and we don't yeah. think like that until conflicts arise or things happen and then all of a sudden you're a failure all of a sudden oh well I'm not going to meet my goals because I can't do this with my job or I can't do this with my mm-hmm. school and so we we kind of have to do some extra leg work at the beginning to think things through yeah but vision vision i feel it real talk because like like you kind of alluded to if i set my goal to be you know i'm gonna be on a whole nother financial uh status in 2020 and i didn't plan out a vision of what that looks like i may be setting a criteria for someone else's life and i can't even fulfill that so i guess with a vision and you working that out, you can kind of take your step from plan or from step A all the way to step Z and period. Yeah. And <laughs> kind of be able to define what success and failure looks like on your criteria. Because, like you said, a college student, let's say that college student versus me now, right? Me back when I was an undergrad versus me after master's degree. Two different people. 
financially, even if we did the same actions, I get more resources and more ability to do things now than I could when I was in undergrad, right? But if I set my goal based off of pictures I see of people that are in different places than me, and I'm like, oh, you know, I want to secure the bag. I'm going to, you know, I want to be on that level. And to be on that level, I define that as having the things that they have. And that's it. At the end of the year, I can have everything they have and still be in debt or be in a worse position than I currently am. So I guess, like you were saying, if we are real with ourselves with where we currently are and what we can currently do and then put a goal of where we would like to be, that alignment process is the journey. Because at the end of the year, you may not be rich, but you may be significantly in a better place than you were at the beginning of the year. And you won't get there if you don't know where the steps are. You don't just automatically rise to the top, right? So I guess uh, one of the key components to changing that perspective is understanding that it is a perspective in the first place. Where you currently are is the current condition. And if you want to get to somewhere new, you need to be able to map out where you are to where you want to go. It has to be your journey. Can't be anyone else's journey. Um, Because at the end of the day, if you map out, um, let's say if you read the book, Dave Ramsey book um, about the about the debt snowball and getting out of debt, right? Everyone wants to instantly get out of debt, but someone's snowball might be bigger than someone else's. So they may start off and say, oh, yo, I got $7,000 in credit card debt. And I, after the end of the month, I'm only able to really put forth $200 more per month to get all out of debt. So you're, you know, at the end of the year, you're not flexing like you thought you would just being totally debt free. But if you've been working towards it, you are way better off than you were. If you just sat there and oh, I set the goal, but I didn't set the speed limit to get to where I need to go. Right. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. How does that apply to everything else? So we talked about financial. I think the same thing applies to a lot of these other new year's resolutions, the weight loss, the, you know, new better me, I think the same thing applies. You still need to understand where you currently are. If you weigh 260 pounds and you're talking about being 100 pounds at the end of December, you got some work to do, right? But is that even possible for you? Oh, you got a gym membership. But then you after the gym, every time you go, you find you at Wendy's or McDonald's because now you find that you're more, you know, more active. Now you're more hungry, but you didn't take into the consideration is health lifestyle change that you were trying to set a goal for you just set a goal for a picture or set a goal at a number that you didn't quite understand right so z let me ask you a question to get your uh viewpoint on on something so work with the financial way i want to ask you um a question because like you've achieved some goals already at the beginning of the year right and i'll allow you to go into that detail if you want to but for you, um, what is that journey like um, setting financial goals and like attacking them ferociously at the beginning of the year? Like what is that? What was that like for you being that you went through it yourself? Um, well, first, it took a lot of as we're talking about goal setting. Like last year, I was just setting goals. I was setting goals to be 
debt free by this day. I was setting goals to have this much in my savings. And, you know, I didn't take myself into account. I didn't take the process into account. Um, So I actually got a financial advisor. And then from there, she taught me things about myself. She taught me things about the topic at hand, which was, you know, saving and finance that Mm. I wanted to take more seriously. So I, I equipped myself with the tools that I needed for achieving my goal. Uh, I think that's a really important first step that a lot of people skip um, Mm -hmm. because, you know, most goals are centered around yourself. And sometimes that's the most important, you know, factor is you. And if you're not thinking about all aspects of you and all parts of you that can contribute or hinder you from, you know, getting to your goal, then you you miss out. So. I definitely realized that, like, by myself, something wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And um, I took into account the process, got a financial advisor, and ended up, you know, credit card debt-free, and, you know, that's it. And I was proud of myself for it. Um, but I was also proud of how much I grew as, you know, a person and how much I could look back at my journey and just – you know, see see the steps, see moving forward, see things that I can use for my future and, you know, never forget them. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. So it sounds like um, pre-reflection. No, it's not a good term. Okay. I don't have another term for it then, but I say this. Most people think that the start and end revolves around a year. So they're like, oh, well, January. But it's clear in your story, he was like, no. Like, when the goal came to my mind, I immediately set one. You did some reevaluation and realized that, okay, this is going to take a lot more than just me saying I want to be that free. This is going to take for you um, getting a professional to help you look at your current condition, right? And then for you also making the choice of saying, I have the power to make these smaller changes to make major impacts. And it sounds like you didn't wait until January to say, oh, I got need a fresh start. I need a fresh year in order to start doing something. You did it once you realized that you had control in order to change the process. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, everybody deals with life. Like, things in life happen. Most people are juggling multiple things, multitasking every single day, every single moment mm-hmm. of the day. Yeah. So... To me, if you really, really have a goal or you really, really have an end point in mind, even if it's a year, I think that at least a month should be added on to that as part of your Mm pre-reflection. I call it like pre-planning or a prologue or whatever. Okay. But as part of that phase. Um, Because, you know, people say it takes 30 days to build a habit. Mm -hmm. I used to not believe that, but because some people are different. But for me personally, it'll take about 30 days for me to get my mind right, to take breaks from life and to really focus. And, you know, I might get a good 45 minutes out today to really focus on my goal and that's it. Mm -hmm. So um, really just just taking that time, like – I have another example. 
you know how people say, I know y'all have heard that you're not supposed to wash clothes or clean on New Year's Day or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, have yeah. you heard that? Yeah. Okay. So basically what you're not supposed to do is start all your laundry and cleaning two days before New Year's because you're just setting yourself up for failure, right? And I know mm-hmm. I know y'all have done that. Really the point <laughs> really the point is to and I learned this the hard way to look like November or you know after Thanksgiving and you're like, Oh my gosh, I know I'm gonna have to clean New Year's is not a surprise every year. Right. Like I know I'm gonna have to clean up my house if I wanna stick to this tradition. Mm-hmm. So you should just start trying to at least build micro habits and make it easier on yourself. Yeah. So <laughs> That taught me that uh, part of my process was Mm -hmm. being held up by my procrastination. And I set a goal and kind of got in my own way of achieving it by, you know, waiting until the very last minute. So, yeah, I think being authentic helps when you're setting these quote-unquote goals because you can set like you said a process based off of false reality and and it's crazy because most of us most of us know ourselves and most of Mm -hmm. us know exactly what it takes we just don't want to admit it Mm -hmm. we just we don't want to admit that that's part of the process and we want to somehow think that we are special enough to to go around certain parts of the process or skip through and just get to the end where everything is gravy and it it just that just slows you down that's all it's gonna do is slow you down if you try to ignore the rocks in the road instead of jumping over them you're just gonna keep stumbling and it's going to slow you down most definitely i think that some people get these once one in a million stories about people being able to fake it until they make it or like for example a person's broke and they're like, you know what, nah, I'm going to live the life of a king or queen. I'm going to live like a millionaire, A, B, and C. And then we see on the Instagram story or on the movie, we see the journey from A, and it automatically skips to the end of the alphabet, and now they got everything they need, right? But like you said, that humility of knowing, like, no, brother, you broke. You can't be out here stunting like you're not broke. Because the second that you admit and say, you know what, I am broke, then you're going to start acting different and say, you know what? I am and I choose not to be anymore because it's my journey. I'm not a victim of life. Life is happening and now I'm going to happen to it. So if I take that analogy of, oh, I want to I want to be a powerhouse financially this year, then what are you currently right now? Uh, right now, you know, I, I don't have the strength. I don't have any financial strength. OK, now we have a starting point. You don't just start and say, oh, you know what? I'm going to start saving money. What were your habits before? Because you didn't know how much money you had coming in or coming out. So a little awareness would help, right? After I mean, you, I could estimate. I mean, but a lot of people can't even do that, right? If you ask them, oh, give me a rough estimate of, you know, how much overhead are you saving a month? Uh, how much do you spend on food? That alone, right? Food alone, Sheesh. if you ask somebody on a day-to-day basis on breakfast alone, if they eat out before work or whatever, how much money are you spending on that? 
if you were to stop that for two weeks, how much money would you have? A lot of people don't think about it, but a lot of the small chump change, oh, well, I don't even spend This five. is turning into a money management podcast. Hey, this lesson today, goals versus taking steps, if I could help anybody, I would like to help them financially and with health. I think this applies to health too. Habits, have being real upfront with where you are, being real that a timeline is based off of where you currently are. You cannot be on the same timeline as somebody that has already begun the process half a year ago. You might look the same. However, your journey is your journey. Their journey is their journey. Stop looking left and right and look down at your feet. Where are you currently standing? Now look at the end goal. Start walking. Uh, at the end of the day, I think what we're trying to say with this whole topic is that goal setting is tremendous. It is amazing. Setting a goal by itself without having a goal plan will set you up for failure in most cases. So if you want to achieve said goal, you need to also achieve a plan of action based off of who you really are and where you really want to go. To our listeners, we would like to send out a thank you. Um, so we're going to learn. We're going to grow. Things are only going to get better. We're going to talk more or less. We're going to talk more or less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but ultimately, we want to thank you because we do this to share knowledge and to try to help someone out there, whether it's one or many. Um, so for any other topics, um, if you have any topics or ideas or questions, comments, concerns, prayers and or wishes, please email us at J-D-U-N-C-A-N at M-I-N-D. S U N L T D dot com. That's J Duncan at mindsunlimited.com. And if you could please put in the topic Minds Unlimited Podcast as your subject topic so that we know which emails we're looking for and we can dive into them, answer some questions. Or if you just want to follow us and see what we're generally up to, get any updates, uh, contact us directly, you can go to our website at www.minds, M I N. DSUnlimitedUNLTD.com. That's www.mindsunlimited.com. Remember, the smallest change in life can change your perspective. So take care, and we'll see you next time.